Welcome to C-Notes with Jackie Schinnerer, brought to you by Commercial Capital Solutions. C-Notes is your source for expert insight and advice on how the right financing strategies and partnerships can help you grow your business. Welcome back to C-Notes. I'm Chris Bentliff. Jackie Schinnerer is back with us. Jackie, it's so nice to see you. And I know that you've been busy. Uh, you you got your SEPA, which let's talk about that. And I thought we might talk today about the cost of capital because it's high. We're at the end of uh, 2022 as we're talking about this. And I think it's impacting a lot of organizations. And I'm wondering what you think it's doing for small businesses. I wonder what you think uh, the future holds for kind of, I don't know, business realities with capital costs being as high as they've been, you know, for a lot of folks, they've never experienced it this this high before. And what does that mean? And also, are there any opportunities to be had in this space? Maybe I'm looking to sell my company. Maybe I am looking to uh, buy the right kind of company. Maybe I'll find competition is a little bit less out there or not. Let's talk about it. So what are you seeing out there and what's kind of on your mind or in the conversations that you're having where the cost of capital is really kind of top of mind? Yeah. I mean, there's, there is a lot to dig in into here. You know, um, I think what ultimately is ending up happening is that if you have a credit facility with um, a lending institution and you're used to borrowing a certain amount of money at a certain interest rate and a certain cost to your company. Typically, I see lines of credit renewing after the first of the year. And so you may have been locked in at a rate at 3 or 4%, and that rate might be 7 or 8%. And if you're if you're getting into that line to help you support short-term working capital needs of the company, and margins are tight with costs going up, um, that is going to put a major strain on your company. The other thing that I just don't think anybody's talking about this and how badly I believe that this is going to affect small business owners with the cost of capital going up. But you also have, I love SBA. I think SBA is a really great product, um, but a lot a lot of these SBA loans are variable and they're tied to prime rate. And so you may have taken out an SBA loan at, you know, 6% that's now approaching 9 or 10%. And those payments are changing monthly or quarterly depending on what program with the SBA that you did. And to a small business owner, I mean, that can really be, um, you might have gone from making money to losing money very, 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 very quickly. And, and nobody's necessarily talking about that or, you know, the clients that have credit facilities that their bank is going to say, and for my colleagues, myself in the industry, we've been like kind of waiting for this, this shoe to drop, so to speak, because, you know, clients got this influx or business owners um, got this influx of, you know, government money, PPP money. Um, They may have used it. They may have kind of had it on the sidelines, right? Um, But banks typically have pretty strong restrictions on the financial performance of companies. And given the volatility that we've gone through with these last couple of years between COVID, supply chain, labor issues, inflation, and then we just kind of work through that. And then, oh, by the way, 
you know, your cost of capital to run your business is going to be so much greater than what it was before, what it was before, but banks might be coming back to clients early next year and saying, Hey, we don't really necessarily want to support you anymore because you don't meet certain financial ratios and metrics. And, um, or we're going to take your line of credit and we're going to reduce it, you know, or, you know, maybe you have a term loan with us and we, we'd like you to take some of the cash that you have. And we all know cash is king. And we talk about that all the time. And we're going to have you pay down your uh, credit facility with us because, you know, the cost of capital for that credit facility isn't, you know, your company doesn't support that anymore. And so, or they're going to tell them, hey, you know, you're going to need to, you just don't fit bank guidelines anymore. So you're going to have to go out to a more alternative type of lender to help you finance, you know, receivables or inventory or any other working capital. And that cost of capital is going to be much greater than what clients are used to paying. And so I feel like there's next year, there's going to be a lot of bank Thank you, but you're going to need to find another another lender. Um, so I think that there's just going to there's going to be a, a big strain on business owners next year. Interesting. Do you feel then this is the time to better understand alternative uh, types of funding? And what advice do you have for that? What 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 does that mean for me? What what should I be exploring? I think one of the common themes that I consistently see with clients that we work with is that they're, they don't have advisors around them, helping them understand all of these different moving parts. And I get it. Uh, business owners are focused on income and sales and putting out fires and taking care of their people and taking care of their customers. But if you don't kind of take a step back and have the right guidance in place, um, number one, to make sure that you're prepared or um, to help you navigate certain relationships with lenders or help you understand what maybe some alternative options are out there. And I'll give you an example to this. Um, I'm, I'm working with a client right now and they got into, it's a really good company, but we all know and we all see good companies fall on some challenging times from time to time. Like that's just not the way businesses aren't going to always experience double digit growth and businesses aren't going to always, you know, achieve profitability, right? There's, there's ebbs and flows in a, in a lot of this. And, you know, this client at the beginning of the year took out an asset-based lending facility and it's not enough. Um, unfortunately for them, you know, when I think about, how an advisor could have helped them not have taken this particular deal with this lender. But this company has not only a lot of receivables, but has a lot of inventory as well. And on their borrowing base or what the lender is going to advance them, they don't advance anything on this inventory and they should be advancing something on this inventory. So now they have like a, a um, and they can't get out of this. They just took out this line of credit earlier this year. They can't get out of it. There's massive penalties to get out of it. And I would never, there are sometimes I would advise a client to do that, but the majority of the time, like it just doesn't make sense to incur a huge penalty to get out of a credit facility that's brand new. 
Um, so, you know, we're going to be able to step in and give them an unsecured loan for $500,000 to help them kind of bridge the working capital gap that they have and then reevaluate their lending facility. You know, I would think maybe in middle of next year. C Notes with Jackie Schinnerer is a production of Commercial Capital Solutions. Hey, we get it. Finding and closing commercial loans is challenging, tedious, and frustrating. But not for us. Commercial Capital Solutions is passionate about helping you succeed, grow, and plan for what's next. Learn more at commercialcapital.solutions. But, you know, my, my point to all of that is, is that had they not, we talk about this all the time, is like going it alone and not having an advisor you know, I will spend time with a client, you know, there's, there's no client that I'm not too busy for, or my team's not too busy for to just understand what you have going on and to give you market guidance of what the best thing to do is. Because I think about had they not taken out that credit line with this particular lender, they could have gotten a credit line that would given them an advance rate on inventory and receivables. And it wouldn't, they wouldn't be in this cash crunch where they need a $500,000 unsecured um, term loan. So, you know, I always think that it's important. You, you got to have experts around you and you've got to have people advising around you. And you've got to have people that can look at things from a different perspective and be able to share with you what's going on in the, the market. Because, you know, these, these, I think, these type of situations are are going to be very common um, in this next, you know, looking into next year. Um, I would imagine that advisors like myself are going to be in higher demand than they ever have been because there's just going to be so many challenges um, that business owners just don't don't know that they're going to be up against. You know, I think you're right. And two things are really sticking out to me from what you're sharing. One is options and alternatives are out there. They will continue to be out there, but they may be different than what you're used to, which comes to that second point, which is you might have had kind of this credit relationship or or something that you're used to or a banking relationship that's been servicing you just fine for years and years and years. And suddenly you're going to need to have some new input and you may not be prepared for that. You may not have the in- infrastructure for that, the experience, the uh, education to even make smart decisions around that as it, with this sort of illustration that you shared. And it feels to me like it will it will never have been more important to have somebody around you that can navigate this, that knows the ins and outs, that isn't uh, startled, freaked out, afraid, nervous, just cool, calm and collected and can help you understand the landscape better where you are, but also where you want to be. Because I think there can be a a sensibility of of sort of status quo or hunkering down instead of, well, yeah, you need that working capital, but also there are places where maybe you could grow or change or innovate. And if you don't do those things, if you just kind of stay, you know, barely doing just enough, well, then what's the long-term prognosis for your company? And I feel like you can help me figure all of that out. Do you feel like that is a new skill set that leaders need to have, being able to sort of understand where their limits are and, and ask for help? Or is there um, a limit to their sort of exposure to the options 
like, you know, kind of this consultant minded expert that you are that can help them make better decisions going forward? I feel like you brought up a really good point. Um, and you'd mentioned that I just got my SEPA, which is a certified exit planning advisor. So much of the work that we've done and I've advised on is in this business acquisition M&A side. And everybody talks about this massive exodus of, of businesses that are going to be happening over the next five or 10 years. But when I look at my banking background and how we underwrote a credit, and I look at the principles that are applied to businesses that want to sell for the highest dollar amount for the highest multiple and have a multitude of buyers and options so that they have leverage you know it's all kind of it's all kind of woven through the same the same thread um but you know business owners in my opinion tend to be really great at what they do and they should be but when you start to look at, you know, um, you know, who's things like um, who's on your team, right? And that could be internal, the strength of your internal management team, or that could be and or the strength of your um, external team, whether that's accountants, attorneys, advisors, banking advisors, um, you know, growth and marketing advisors. You know, I think about um all the intricate, all the intricacies to that, you know, who are your customers? How long have they been with you? You know, do, is your product sticky? Are you innovating? Do you have any like technology to help support that? Um, you know, uh, there's so many different avenues to break down, even from like market growth and opportunities and competition. And if you're not holistically, you know, they always say, you know, if you're um, a lot of clients are working in their business. They're not working on their business. And this is a great time of year at the end of the year, beginning of next year to, to really take ownership of like, who are the people that I have in place? Because what ultimately I find that ends up happening is that I get involved in mature, more mature companies that are looking to do something, but they, they don't have the foundation or they didn't set up the foundation right. And then they're trying to course correct for it in a time where it's honestly too late, right? Um, had they had just had the right advice, the right team, the right steps, the right structure, you know, the right thought processes, the 90-day the goals in place um, with advice and guidance from their team so they're not going it alone internally and externally. But you know, those are the those are some of the things that I see, and I just I think even more so, you know, just basic business fundamentals um, are are going to be so much more important going into this environment where our cost of capital um, has has increased greatly. Jackie Schinnerer is a business whisperer, capital whisperer. And just having this conversation with you, I mean, there's so much that is just a this just comes second nature to you. And I, I I really implore our listeners to reach out because where you're having these issues, um, I love your idea of don't course correct when it's too late. That's 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 not how things stay in flight. And and this is a good opportunity to sort of take stock and then to seek and surround yourself with the experts who can help you make smart decisions and your businesses grow. Thanks for uh, kind of that level set for us. And I'm really excited to see what happens in 2023. I think you're right that um, consultants like you will be in demand 
And I also think that we're in for some interesting times uh, where capital and where small businesses are concerned. And I'm excited for you to join us in figuring all that out. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. C-Notes with Jackie Schinnerer is brought to you by Commercial Capital Solutions. We're efficient, credible, and transparent about navigating business and commercial financing to help you focus on your business and your next opportunities. Learn more at commercialcapital.solutions.